Good morning, this is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Tuesday, the 16th of August, 2022. Starting in Africa today. In Kenya, William Ruto has been declared the winner of the presidential election by the head of Kenya's electoral commission. However, other senior election officials, including the deputy head, said that they did not, quote, take ownership of the results. Most Kenyan media is showing that Ruto, the current vice president, won 50.5% of votes, meaning that there will not be a second round. Former Prime Minister Raila Odinga is shown to have won 48.8% of votes. It is expected that Odinga will challenge the results in court, as he did in 2017 and 2013. This is Odinga's fifth attempt at becoming president. In Egypt, there have been funerals in Cairo for 41 people who were killed in a fire on Sunday. The fire at a Coptic Christian church in Giza has been blamed on an electrical fault. Christians make up around 10% of Egypt's population. Americas. In the United States, the author Salman Rushdie is recovering in hospital after being stabbed. On Friday, Rushdie was attacked before he gave a speech and doctors have said he was stabbed in many places. Some Muslims consider Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses, to be offensive to Islam, and in 1989, Iran's former supreme leader, Ayatollah Khomeini, ordered a fatwa, a religious order telling Muslims to kill Rushdie, and a prize of around $3 million dollars was offered to anyone who kills him. Many Western politicians and organisations have condemned the attack on Rushdie, saying that it is an attack on free speech. However, yesterday, Iran's foreign ministry said that freedom of speech does not justify Rushdie's insults to Islam, and said that Rushdie was to blame for the attack. New York Governor Kathy Hochul said that New York will stand up for freedom of speech. New York State will always stand up to protect freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and we condemn the cowardly attack on Salman Rushdie. In Ecuador, an explosion has killed five people and injured many more. In the biggest city, Guayaquil, President Guillermo Lasso blamed organized crime mercenaries and declared a state of emergency in Guayaquil. Europe. In Ukraine, Russian bombs killed three civilians yesterday in the eastern Donetsk region, according to Ukrainian officials. One person also died in Kharkiv, in northern Ukraine, with more injured. And in southern Ukraine, Mykolaiv was heavily bombed this weekend. In Luhansk region, which Russia totally captured last month, Governor Serhii Haidal 
said that a base used by the Russian Wagner mercenary group was destroyed by long-range Ukrainian missiles. Five foreign citizens from Britain, Croatia, and Sweden are being tried by a court in the Russian-supported Donetsk People's Republic for fighting for Ukraine. Some countries, including Estonia and Finland, have said that tourists from Russia should be banned from entering the EU. However, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said that it was important to allow people to escape dictatorship in Russia. Kosovo has said that it will start rationing energy because it can't afford to import electricity. Kosovo generates about two-thirds of its energy, mostly from burning coal. State energy company KEDS said that every six hours there will be a power cut lasting two hours and did not say how long the rationing will last. Asia. Burma's former leader, Aung San Suu Kyi, has been given a longer prison sentence under the military government. Khadija Tahir reports. In Myanmar, ex-Prime Minister Aung San Suu Kyi has been convicted in corruption cases. According to the court, Suu Kyi misused funds from her Do Hin Ki Foundation and rented government-owned land for low prices. The latest court ruling will add another six years to her 11-year prison sentence. Suki was removed from power by a military-led coup in February 2021. Many international human rights organizations have criticized her arrest and trial, which were not accessible to the media. In Afghanistan, it has been one year since the Taliban took complete control of the country and the collapse of the internationally recognised government. Afghanistan is experiencing an extreme humanitarian crisis and 95% of people don't have enough food. Women are not allowed to leave their homes without a male guardian and they must cover their whole body, including their face. Girls have been banned from secondary school, and the rates of child marriage are rising, according to Amnesty International. United States President Joe Biden has continued to defend the decision to remove the United States military from Afghanistan last year, which many people see as the reason that the Taliban was able to regain control. In South Korea and North Korea, yesterday was Liberation Day, which celebrates the end of Japanese colonial rule on the Korean peninsula. South Korea's President Yoon Suk-yul called for better relations with Japan and offered economic aid to North Korea if North Korea stops its nuclear program. Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said yesterday that Japan would never again go to war. And also in Japan, parents are wondering why they have to take home their children's dirty nappies. A survey found that 40% of nurseries in Japan give parents their child's dirty nappies 
when they collect their child at the end of the day, but most parents don't know why. That's your world news in seven minutes. During August, Send7 is only being released on Tuesdays and Fridays. We will return to five days a week in September. You can become a supporter and read the transcripts of every episode at send7.org. Check the show notes for a discount during August. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day and I will see you on Friday. 